Guys, good Thursday afternoon. I'm Jerry Miller, and welcome to the I Love Seville show. Thank you kindly for joining us. We're live in downtown Charlottesville in the Macklin Building. Today's show presented by the 231 Fest at Castle Hill Cider. We encourage you on June 10th to mark your calendar for what should be an afternoon of tremendous fun. The 231 Fest. Cider, live music, food trucks, beer tasting, wine tastings, and crafts for kids. We're going to be there. 231 Fest. Today's show is going to be fun. Um, one of the things I love about Central Virginia, where 23 years I am of living here, is just showcasing all the awesome people that are doing amazing things. And the two people we're going to showcase today epitomize what I just said. J.J. Bean is a legit living icon institution in this 300,000 person market we call Central Virginia. Kate Purnell, I think when it's all said and done, is going to have a similar type of like tagline following her name because she's that significant with her influence over kids and the next generation of swimmers. Judah Wickhauer is our director. If we can go to the studio camera and welcome the three shot, um, our talented panel here to the show. JJ and Kate, what is going on? How are you guys? Yeah, we're great. Um, so we're here today because we have formed a partnership um, with um, Vision Aquatics. And it's a partnership between Alexandria Dive Club South, Central Virginia Swim Services, the Charlottesville Gators, J.J. Bean, and Dive Connections. So I can't wait to unpack that. All yes. right, we're we're going to showcase that. I can't wait to showcase that. But before we do, how about an introduction of you guys to everybody, okay. you know, everyone that's watching the show. J.J., you want to start? Yeah. I will start because I am very thankful to be here because, to me, I am very passionate about trying to help other people teach skills, physical, mental, and emotional skills to, to people that they can use to be successful in life and deal with things that they come up with in their life. So to me, athletics has been, for me, something that I've been able to use to help me become a better person. And I feel that my experience in Charlottesville with over five, 50 years of teaching people, I've been able to teach people a lot of successful characteristics through athletics That'll help them be better people and, and better parents and better everything. And so, to me, this is an awesome experience to be able to get the word out about what we're trying to do to continue to help grow uh, development in Charlottesville. I can't, I can't wait to tell this story, guys. 50 years of coaching swimming in Central Virginia, JJB, right? I mean, that right there speaks for itself. How'd you get into this? Well, I was going to say, I... I I've coached 50 years of aquatics in Charlottesville and other in Northern Virginia, but I've also been, I was the head, I mean, I was the assistant coach at UVA Wrestling for a number of years. I was Charlottesville High School head coach in seven different sports for many different years. I've been a head coach of Albemarle High School. I've, I've been, I've started two different high school programs, girls lacrosse and uh, boys and girls swimming in Albemarle County and I, I, I feel like that's what I'm here for to try to help develop programs that will help develop characteristics in, in youth now I don't spend a whole lot of time with their adults and parents and stuff but but I hope that through teaching their kids I can help help them too so to me I, I've coached I've I've been in the JSL. I, I started um, at what was now ACAC Outdoors back in 1978 
No, I coached at Green Hills for two years in 78 and 79, and then I was at ACAC Outdoors when it was, I forget what it was called, um, back in 79 and 80, and then I went to Fairview in 81, and I've been at Fairview Swim Club since 1981, and we really had a, a really great time at Fairview where I was able to really... You've been at Fairview since 81? Yes. Man, so that, this is a perfect jumping off point here. Um, so this has been in the news. It's something that we need to highlight, and then we move on. Fairview, the epicenter for so long for swimming and a lot of the lessons, not an option. And we need to get that news out there. Um, and, and that's not the story we're covering. The story we're covering is the birthplace of the next option or where the next option is going to be and how that's positively going to impact the community. So why don't we get Kate and JJ in the mix here. First, a little bit about Fairview of how this was an impactful location for swimming. But now it's time to move on and maybe find the next impactful spot. Right, right. So, um, you know, so JJ's been at Fairview for so long and we joined there last year. Um, but they've kind of gone in a different direction, um, and that's given us the opportunity to um, kind of come together with a few other aquatic businesses to um, create our next goal and future generations of swimmer, and we'd like to bring an elite aquatic facility to um, the Albemarle County um, area. So, yeah, I think even in, uh, we were reviewing like a needs assessment from Albemarle County Parks and Recreation from maybe 10 years ago, and I think that they even considered Fairview as, an, a, as a recreation center for the community, so, yeah. That's bananas. Yeah, yeah. So what's the next spot? What are we targeting here? Where can we, if Fairview is no longer the option, where are we going to go? So we have some, we have some short-term goals okay. and some long-term goals. So short-term, we're looking for a facility for the next, um, the next indoor season, which is September through May. Um, so we're looking for lane space. This isn't, you know, this is for swim lessons, high school diving, competitive programs, high school swimming. We've got support from um, the athletic directors at the high schools, public and private schools. Um, we've got scuba diving. So just, a, you know, many, many aquatic programs um, that thrived at Fairview are looking for additional space. And there's just not enough in the city. So um, short-term goals, we're looking at maybe Crow Pool. That would be a great facility um, to house these programs and to keep serving the community, the swim community. JJ, jump in here. Well, so, I mean, first of all, I'm really thankful and appreciative to Fairview that they've given me the opportunity to really do my own thing and be passionate about a swimming pool and an environment. Fairview was a an awesome place just for people to go, to have fun, be a family, work on skills, and just have fun learning about how to do things better. So to me, we were, I was so proud of my opportunity and the things that we accomplished at Fairview over the 43 years and how we built people and how every year people would come back and just want to say hi and visit things and bring their family there, their kids there, all these things that, that just really made me feel that we had done a great thing for the community. And, and I, don't, you know, I don't blame Fairview. The new board wants to go in a different direction. They, wanna, uh, they don't want to help us in the winter by allowing us to put the bubble up so that we can have all the activities that we grew. Because 
when we put the bubble up in 2000, when I put the bubble up and I dug out the footers and, and, and the bubble is 23 years old. Well, wow. we have we we bought a second bubble, but <laughs> Unbe that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, because that allowed yeah. it to be year round. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and that just that was so fun because it gave us. I can't tell you how I enjoy meeting Kate and Chip and Sam and all the high school coaches and all the high school athletic directors and all the high school swimmers. And I mean, we've, we've been a spot for Orange High School, William Monroe High School, Madison High School, and, and all the city high schools. I mean, uh, I, I mean, all the city and county high schools. Uh, we've been able to grow in springboard diving because mm -hmm. I liked diving when I was a kid. So I brought diving boards and we, we fixed that things. And because Fairview gave me the opportunity to, to grow things as I saw fit, I think I, we really have a great situation over there. Now, unfortunately, things change, but gosh, I was able to do that for 43 years, and I'm really happy that I was able to do that. Now I'm going to try to take what I've learned and make the next step. And I so, love it. I absolutely love what you guys are doing, and, and I in, in, appreciate this more having a five-year-old. Um, I would, I, I would have still appreciated the story, but it has even more significance for me as a dad and as a husband and as a parent, because this is one of the most critical lessons we can teach our kids, swimming. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's going to be a time in their life where they're going to be in a tough spot around water, and if they're around people like you learning this critical skill, they're going to be better prepared for managing life. <laughs> and like, I realize that now, having a five-year-old that is crazy is running around constantly and doesn't always think before he's acting. So like I see you guys as like heroes um, and I sincerely, sincerely mean that. Comments are coming in. This is from Earliesville and Vanessa Parkhill. I love when she watches the show. She says Northern Almoro needs access to indoor outdoor pools at a reasonable cost. Lots of kids in the urban ring and rural areas don't yep. live in subdivisions with the pool. 100% right. That's yep. something that I was highlighting before the show and I'll throw this topic to Kate. This is a sad state of affairs locally when it comes to lifeguards. So the city of Charlottesville just let the community know there's a significant lifeguard shortage mm -hmm. and they're having to close public pools and not have full-time hours for these pools because of this lifeguard shortage. Mm -hmm. Whether that's a compensation problem, not paying the lifeguards or Maybe kids these days want to be social media influencers and not actually work. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um, but here's where I'm going with this, and I'll throw it to you, Kate. Yeah. The, the, the public pools are not open full-time for kids to experience a critical skill swimming, but a lot of the private clubs, I'm part of one, are open full-time for kids to experience swimming full-time. You're right. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that we could definitely, as a partnership with the city, you know, expand their services and what they're able to do if we partner with them. But, you know, swimming is a lifelong sport, and it starts when, you know, you're young. And we can expose kids, you know, if they start with swimming lessons, we can expose them to all of these different opportunities and sports and activities and um, impact their, way, their lives in a positive way. Um, you know, the lifeguard shortage, I, you know, it's definitely a nationwide yeah, um, problem. Is. And yeah. it's, you know, I think I'm hoping that it's getting better. But, you know, the more people that we can get in the water, um, you know, maybe the, those are future generations of lifeguards that we can bring in and that we can, you know, train and help uh, staff some of these facilities. So, you know, the more people in the pool, the better. Well, and yeah. I think that learning how to swim is an important skill for two reasons. One, because, yes, 
you, you, you want to be prepared in case you ever get in a pool or fall in a pool or whatever. And I think it's a life thing and it's a life skill. But I also think that, you know, just like with your son, the fact that he could, he's not comfortable trying something, then through me helping him, he becomes a little bit more comfortable in trying something and then a little bit more comfortable and then over time, he does something he didn't think he could do and he's like so proud of himself and the lesson that we can teach people is that you can do things, you just have to figure it out. You know, if somebody, somebody believes in you, you know, that's what my shirt is. If yes. somebody believes in you, you can do it. And how, do, how can we help people believe in themselves, become competent and confident, and be able to achieve things that they never thought they could achieve? To me, that's the glory of teaching somebody. You can teach them to do things they never thought they could do. So. I, I, I want to highlight what you are talking about off air to show the profound impact that you have on people's lives. He's being invited to the weddings of athletes and swimmers that he's coached from, de- is it, can I say decades ago? I mean, I would imagine oh, yeah, it's yeah, decades yeah, ago, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's, how, how's that make you feel? I mean, I get the goosebumps just sitting across <laughs> from you hearing that story. Well, I, when I saw you in the pool at our oldest son's first swim lesson, I got ear to ear smiling happy. Well, and, and I, I mean, I feel really, really awesome that I can have an impact. My goal every morning is to make somebody happier that day, whether it's because they, awesome. they no. learned, they, <laughs> because they learned something, because they, they saw me being goofy and they smiled or whatever. But I also think like, I mean, in my mind, like I never had a lifeguard shortage at Fairview because all those kids that were lifeguards mm-hmm where we, they knew that I cared about them, they knew that I respected them, they knew that maybe that wasn't the greatest job in the world to do because it didn't pay that much. I mean, we didn't pay very much at all. No, yeah. But it was the fact that we got to hang out, do things, I got to learn from them, they got to learn from me, and we, pl- we had plenty of people to do everything. We had way many guards, way many coaches, way many everything, and I just felt blessed to be able to get along well enough with people that I enjoyed and they enjoyed being with together. It's a I love community, it. for it sure. It is a community. Yeah. That's what swimming is. Yeah, and JJ, like, he's even passed um, some of his coaches and swim instructors to me uh, for this year and, like, like super impressed with them. I'm just so excited to see um, how they do in the pool this summer. So, That's great. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I should highlight, I mean, Kate even more. I first met her at Today Manana, and Nicholas Erpe, I believe, is watching the show. That's the yeah. show we do on Thursday. She yep. came on that program, and she was absolutely amazing. I think this was like 10 months ago. How has the your, your commitment to your small business that you founded, yeah, how's yeah. it going? Give us the flip book oh. of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so that was in 2021, September, okay. and that was like, yeah, so that was like our first, um, like a very full season, and, you know, it was just me and another instructor, but since then we've grown to a team of 10. Um, we we operate out of um, Key West Women Tennis Club, so we offer lessons to members and non-members. We also, we offer swim lessons at Fort Union Military Academy, and there's such a huge need there as well, so we've done really well there. We've got a lot of folks from Zions Crossroads and Lake Monticello, even Buckingham County um, that come out for lessons there. And then... Um, 
we are also um, offering, we've partnered up with Forest Lakes North and we're offering classes exclusively to their residents this year and we continue to offer mobile classes um, in backyards at community pools. So we've grown significantly since 2021. That's amazing. So, and there's just such a huge need for swim lessons and swimming in the community. And, you know, that's the number one thing that I hear. You know, everywhere has a wait list. How can we get into swim lessons? Um, you know, there's just not enough. So... I love it. Yeah, I absolutely it's been love. Great. <laughs> I absolutely love what you're doing. So what? How? What do we do to make Crow Pool happen? I mean, what needs to happen here? We got Mayor that is literally right down the hall, like he's 30 yards down the hall that way. Mayor Snook, is he, he comes on. Swear to God. Well, you know, I swear uh, to God, he's literally 40 feet yeah, well, out the door right maybe there. Maybe I should go talk to him because he comes on the talk show all the time. The boards of supervisors, city councilors, watch the show. They comment on the show. What do we need to do? Well, to, to get what you guys need. Well, well, Mayor Snook, I coached his children. Okay. In yeah. swimming at Fairview, and I've known him forever and ever. Now, again, I, I'm not, I don't know whether I can say this or not, but I'm not very political or stuff like that. I just know that there's a need to get this done, and I don't know how to, how to exactly do it the correct way. So that's why I held off on going to see Mayor, because I don't want to pull personal favors. But, but I mean... I mean, his his family swam with me forever, and 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 I uh, really enjoyed the lessons that swimming taught them. And so, I mean, I I think I just think that we have to figure out how to make this opportunity happen. There's a pool that's not being used, but it's being paid for to keep up to upkeep and stuff like that. We just want to take over. We just want to pay to use that pool so that they get some money but then provide a service to as many people as we can that in the community would like to use the place yeah i love it it. yeah smith i just don't think that can house all of the high school teams that lost a practice space i know it was a scramble last year for um, high school diving and swimming um you know just with the shortages and finding lane space and practice time um we did submit a proposal um, to um, to some of the city members um, on Monday, so we're hoping to hear back something. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so, so awesome. You know, we've got like a business plan together, and um, yeah, I mean we. So I mean we've we've had successful businesses operate at Fairview, even though that wasn't the the purpose of what we did. We were successful because I think because the passion we had, and we wanted to make sure that everyone got something out of it so you know over time we were very successful in our business plan to develop all these different groups now when we lost Fairview this past year and they decided to go in a different direction there was a whole number of places that were out of out of business I mean poor Kate had to really suffer this past year because she didn't have a place to teach to be honest and so you know that's I mean my business is kind of we're having to decide whether to go bankrupt because we have a lot of assets but not any business right now. But, I mean, that's not the important thing to me. The important thing to me is what can we do to move forward to help to help all these people that could have an opportunity to do things and be part of a growth experience that's going to help them be better citizens in the future. Totally see it. I totally get what you guys are doing here. What is... Um can we crowdsource this? Can we crowdsource financial help in any capacity? Would that help? 
Have you tried to go thought about GoFundMe in any capacity? So we've so part of our long term strategy is to build this aquatic center, and we've just we've done so much work since January on this project. So we came up with our short term goals, and that's immediate to find lane space. Um, you know, we just want to help. We want to help, and we want to make the community a better place. And then our long term goals. You know, we've got the Y now. There's the facility in Crozet, but. You know, it's just not enough, and it's not enough for these um, outlying areas that aren't in the city center. Um, so, you know, we've we've created a website, we've gotten a logo, we've gotten started. So now we're on kind of that second stage of our long-term goals, and we do plan that this facility will be donor-funded and crowd-funded. That's awesome. So. Yeah, uh, it's Brian really, it's a facility for the community. Yeah, I so totally get it. not just for us, it's for everyone. I want to help with that. Brian Strider giving JJ props, John Williamson giving JJ props right now. You got a, a news, local newspaper and a local TV station watching you guys on the show as we speak right now. Local news, rally around this story. Rally around this story because I think this is an extremely positive one. Who's the, um, who's the best swimmer you ever coached? Those well, are fighting words right yeah. there. <laughs> you know, who's I, the best swimmer you ever coached, JJ? He, he could not. He could not say. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I mean, I've I've sw- coached a lot of swimmers that have just really, really improved. Like we had some. We had people that have made Olympic trials. I mean, I know you have. And and yeah. I would say that that's the short list right there. Yeah. I mean, well, that's. But I also have a lot of people that. I mean, I had an eight-year-old come to me one year and say, JJ, I am. The best swimmer around, and then I checked into it, and and she really wasn't, but she, her mind she was, and then over the next twelve years, she became one of the best swimmers around. So I mean, to me, to me, it's the whole experience of like, what can you get out of what you have in yourself? How can you grow as a person? How can you grow? I mean, I've had, I mean, you know, I have one. Well, a couple swimmers, but just texted me yesterday, and he's in he's in Secret Services in the Marine Corps, and he's he's I don't even know where in the world he is because I don't ask because I don't really want to know, but but he's <laughs> he's you know he's saving somebody, but you know he tells me how all the time like JJ, I really appreciate all you've done for me in my life, you've made me who I am, and then because of this whole situation with Fairview, you know I had some people contact me and said, you know like. Man, one swimmer contacted me and said, "JJ, I don't even know if you remember me, but you know, I was a nobody swimmer. I was not that great, but you took me aside one meet and said, you know, you can do this better. You can do this better. You can do this better. You can become a better you." And he was like, "Why did JJ even pay attention to me? I'm not that good." And but it was that's the thing is that I want everyone. Everyone, I respect everyone for their efforts and trying and trying to get better, no matter what. And so whether you're an Olympic trialist or a college, I mean, one of the things I'm most proud of is, I mean, when Kate told me that a lot of the coaches that I sent to her to teach lessons, they were very prepared and very mature and very, I was like, wow, like, I mean, I was like a proud parent, like, yeah. wow, these like, kids are so awesome. High school Thank students, you. like, I was just, I mean, they were beyond their years with their maturity and, like, professionalism. I've seen it. Yeah. I totally saw it. I mean, I've spent the last, what, eight Saturday and Sundays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A poolside? Yeah. Watching yeah. my five-year-old with your team? 
I've seen it. I've literally yeah. seen it firsthand. Like, yeah. literally, I've seen it firsthand. Um, the Fairview Swim and Tennis Club, watching the program, just gave you guys the heart emoji on the show. So welcome uh, to the program over there. Thank you for watching. John has shared the show. You now have a local radio station watching you guys on the uh, program here. Share oh, the awesome. show. We're trying yes. to get this positive message out. So here's the positive message. We need an epicenter for swimming that can cater to children from all over Central Virginia, mm -hmm. um, that's approachable, that's affordable, mm -hmm. and accessible. That's some alliteration mm -hmm. right there. Approachable, yep. affordable, and accessible. Um, and swimming should be a skill that anyone can learn, mm -hmm. no matter financial status. Um, I think we're all in agreement there. And Kate and JJ are two of the folks helping lead the charge of trying to galvanize this community to get an approachable, accessible, and affordable swimming epicenter. Yep. That's what we're doing, right? Yes, yeah. So I, I like our dream facility would have a 10-meter, um, a 10-lane, 25-meter pool. Okay. Um, a teaching pool, okay. so something a little bit warmer, and then a diving well, because uh, one of our partners, Samson Miller, um, he's a phenomenal diving coach okay. um, in the area. So um, do we have an example of a phenomenal facility that we can model? I mean, is... is well, yeah. so personally, I'm not interested in like a big, huge place that has that can host all kinds of big, huge meets because I, I want to just have a, a place that we can practice in and work in. And I also want to, I mean, my goal is to try to figure out how to get an exercise portion of the building for, for kids to be able to work towards personal fitness because mm. yep. one, of my, <coughs> one of my goals is how to help kids become more physically, mentally, and emotionally fit as they grow up. And I don't know, I, I feel that I can be helpful towards that with my knowledge of different things. So I want to have a little gym. For, I like, love that idea. Yeah. Huh? Why not do a JV, a joint venture with Phil at ACAC in some capacity? Did you pitch anything to him? Well, I'm not <laughs> trying to talk out of turn here if you guys have done that. Yeah, no, I... I have I'm happy with, to help with that. Yeah, I have met with Phil yeah. a number of times. Okay, and and talked about this because Phil does a lot of those things right now. In fact, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Phil, I many many years ago, like 40 years ago, 30 years ago, I taught Phil in a coaching uh, coaching class while he was at World Strides. Yes. So while he was working at World Strides, <clears throat> yeah. that's that's crazy. I yeah. mean, it's a long time ago, but and then. Um, That's pre-ACAC days. His, his, yeah, and then his his uh, CEO right now, Chris Clater, and I have worked on talked about things and worked on possible possibilities for the future, um, because like his daughter is a great lacrosse player and his son is a great baseball player and he understands the value of sports in people's lives. Of course. In fact, I mean, and he's resourced. Yeah, and and I'm going I'm going to St. Anne's this afternoon to watch a a, a, a lacrosse a girls lacrosse game. Because there's so many people there that I enjoy seeing, whether it's the old coaches, the athletic directors, the basketball. Philip Stenny and I go way. I back love to, Phil Stenny. Phil Stenny's my boy. Yeah, so he's Phil, the man. Phil and <laughs> I go. Knows everybody. Phil and I go back to high school. I taught him in high school at Charlottesville High School for a while, and he had a cup of coffee in the league with the New York Knickerbockers. Phil Stenny did. Yeah, no, I he, think he stills VCU's all-time leading scorer. He didn't he, he go VCU. Yes. Yeah, he went I think to VCU and then he went to the Knicks. And yeah. I, I absolutely remember all that. But Phil and I remember the things that I love you guys. Go through <laughs> so fun. 
go through those stages of life, you know, when we we were, you know, we had to learn things and and figure out things. Yeah, so, I remember those stages. I'm, I, actually, I'm still in that stage. I'm yeah, I mean, I, me this, too. Is, this is from Bill McChesney, the mayor of McIntyre. He says JJ has cultivated leadership as a scouter for many years. I recognize good leadership. His way of bringing the kids along is very much developing good adults. My daughter went on to lifeguard as well. Multiple people are saying that you have coached their kids. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing like literally dozens of comments from parents saying, JJ has coached my children. Like dozens of comments here from parents watching the program. All these guys want to do is make swimming more approachable, accessible, and affordable to Central Virginia. That's what you want to do. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we're looking, I mean, and that's why we're here. We're looking for help. So, you know, we're hoping that this reaches the right people. We, you know, that can get into people. contact with us as we, you know, go through these plans and, um, you know, as we grow. So. Well, and, and I, I just love the, the ability that I have to help people grow as a person through sports, 100%. whether it's swimming, I mean, wrestling, whatever. I mean, I think that sports can help people become better people. And no doubt. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I, I mean, I, I want to be able to, in fact, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm not limited to just an aquatics film. I mean, I'd like to build a, you know, a, a field system. I mean, somebody, I have to laugh because I, I have a sports psychology degree and a counseling degree and I love helping people. And, you know, like someone someone asked me the other day, well, why don't you go help the high school with football, with high school, with, with uh, you know, not just sports psychology, but, you know, whatever, the belief system and figuring out how to be confident. And I said, well, I'd love to do that kind of stuff because I'd love figuring out how to make people confident and competent. Yeah. So. I mean, JJ, like, inspires me as a business owner because, you know, when we were going through last fall and not having a facility, he's constantly checking in and how can I help, what can I do? So then we started meeting, and, you know, things really hit the ground um, in um, January, and that's kind of when we were like, all right, we need to do this. Um, So JJ's really been, I mean, he's there for everybody. I mean, he's really inspired me through my business and to keep going and to not give up, so... Brian's watching yeah. the program. He lives in the Greenbrier neighborhood. Um, he says, could you partner at all with the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club? Um, I have met with the Boys and Girls Club interim director. Um, I think she's now full-time. Is it Kate you met with? Yes. Yeah, she's full-time. Okay. Yeah. So I, she I, took over J, uh, for James Pierce. Well, I was going to say, I, don't, I met with her about their mission and how... Mm-hmm. how I could learn from what they're doing and how maybe we could work together on anything because I think, I mean, in fact, I talked to her about the possibility of, of working aquatic skills like they could bus, since they have their buses now, yeah. they could bus people over to the facility yep. to try to, to, to learn how to swim and stuff. Yeah. And so to me, I, the YMCA, um, the uh, Jessica Maslany, the the CEO there. Okay. I mean, I've worked with her in the past on trying to help with things because, I mean, I used to be, I mean, I was the YMs, the head Y coach I remember. for a long time. I remember. And, and, uh, and so, I mean, you know, I mean, my goal is to help everybody, not just pick and choose because I think, yeah. I mean, 
we're all in this together. And yeah. So, I mean, I, I would love, in fact, uh, I mean, I, I just talked to someone this morning that invited me to Fellowship of Christian Athletes thing. And I said, well, you know, I, I've never been, but I can certainly, I would love to go and see what it's like and help. Let me ask you this. How long have you been in Charlottesville? Since 1970. Two. 1972. How long have you been in Charlottesville? Uh, well, I grew up in Lake Monticello, right. and then I moved back after um, college and working for a few years at the end of 2018. So. Okay, so you've been here pretty much most of your life. Yep. Yeah. And 1972. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think of how Charlottesville and Central Virginia has changed over your time here? Oh my gosh, it's good exploded. and bad. It's completely different. I've been here 23 yeah. years. It's like you don't even recognize it. Yeah. I mean, but I'm you, curious for you guys, not me here. One, ladies first here. Well, okay. What, what, what do you think of how Central Virginia has changed, good and bad? Well, she grew up at Lake Monticello, guys. Yeah. I mean, that area is exploding, too, and we've seen that with our lesson program over at FUMA. Um, I remember when Wegmans popped up, I was shocked. I was like, where, you know, where is this? Where are we in Charlottesville? What's going on here? And then just how it's growing up 29 North is crazy. So obviously the bad is just the traffic. Yeah. Um, but the good is, you know, all of the families that are moving in. It's a very family-friendly place. Um, you know, but it seems like there, you know, there's just not enough for youth, whether it's after-school programs, day camps, swimming. So there's just... You know, there's a major lack in those recreation services there. Um, you know, so if the county even partnered with us, that would be great. I, I completely so, agree yeah. with what you said. I mean, I, I think that it's grown a lot for sure. And, but I think that for me as... You've I've been, been here always, 50 years. Right, I've been here 50 years, but yeah. I've been also stuck in my own little world of... Just, I didn't have to really go out of my world and just help. I was just there to help people. People would come to me. I would help them. And so I didn't have to really worry or deal with a lot of different things. I think, you know, once when we had Fairview, I mean, we were, the Fairview was the only thing over the bridge back there. Um, and between Rio Road and whatever. Right. We were the only thing. And then once they started building all those things, I mean, it was like, wow, okay, more, more and more people, but there's more and more people to help. And then, to me, it's just, to me, it's just like there's an opportunity to help a lot more people. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I think that's my goal is that, wow, okay, more people I can help figure out. I mean, you know, sometimes I don't agree with the added bureaucracy that we've got over the last 50 years, but, but I mean... I don't, and I don't even know what that means, except for a lot of times it's harder for me to get something done than it used to be. I could just mm -hmm. go do it, but now I can't just go do it. You know, I mean, I've, I've always grown up just feeling like, well, if you want to do something, just do it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the mindset, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness later. I uh, think you and I have that in common. Yeah, well, and so, uh, evidently that drives my wife crazy. Yeah, and so, I mean... I don't know if that's the best thing. Yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, I... I I think that it's great that we've grown, and and it, we need. I mean, I was part of a, a group in 1998 that came, the county made out of put out a needs assessment for the county mm -hmm. back in 1998. And back then, they said the number one need for the county is recreation, and the number one recreation need was an aquatic center. Then, in, still true. Then in 2002 or three, I was part of another group with the. The city, the county, um, and ACAC and other places that were 
where we're trying to work on public-private <laughs> partnerships mm -hmm. to work on getting some things done because, you know, I, I feel that in, in, in our county, we have needs in the south part, the west part, the east part, the north part, and since there's needs in each part, sometimes I feel that people don't work together to put it, to put four centers. They say, well, we can only have one, we'll put it in the middle. You know? Can't be in the middle so, anymore. No. Got enough so, here. Yeah. yeah. So to me, I mean, I, I, and I've, I've worked with the department, the Almore County Parks and Rec director, about talking about this, about how we can work together to mm -hmm. do things. And he's, he's been great at um, telling me, like, well, this would be great. We'd love to be, figure things out. I mean, he was trying to help me find out some areas of land that the county may have that they could, could, could possibly let us lease for a, a smaller amount to do something, you know, and that they could probably help with infrastructure and the things to set up the site so we could do things better. But, I mean, I, I would love to work with city, county, public, private, anyone to help further recreational needs for the, our community. I, I want to help. I think you guys are great. Teresa Andrews, um, watching the program in Wilmington, Delaware. Well, do you know what uh, Teresa? She's Teresa. giving you props right now. She says, go, JJ, go. She, <laughs> Teresa is a gold, double gold medalist from 1984. Oh, look at his memory. 100-meter backstroke and, uh, oh, and, uh, and the 100-meter and the 400-meter medley relay. And she... You just she, made her day, I bet you. She's watching in Wilmington, Delaware right now. Yeah. That's she, how much people love I know, AJ. that's what I'm He's saying. so great. You know what he just said just made her day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to remember and, that. But she detail. also, but besides that, she was one of the people that really helped mentor me about things that are important in life. I mean, to me, I mean, I, I am really... I love this guy. I, I, I just really appreciative of what I've learned from other people, and especially people like Teresa, like how... She, how how humble she could be after being a double gold medalist and still just want to help people and, and do things to help her to help people. Um, he's the best. Bill McChesney, there used to be a program at Walker for swimming that brought swimming safety to a lot of city kids mm -hmm. that would not have gotten that exposure. When Crow Pool was shut down, that part of physical education went away. Yep. While that program was in place, drowning among city children went down. Yeah, so that's another opportunity there that I, you know, would be, I would love to work with Walker if we got into Crow to bring some of the kids over. Um, it's right there. They can walk over. So, I mean, it's a great uh, opportunity to get I those kids I ran swimming. that program. Oh, did you? Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> I know. Building <laughs> Chesity is talking about it. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I, oh. I mean, that was, I mean, a, another great mentor of mine was Ralph Law. And Ralph Law was a principal at a lot of the city schools over the years, but he was at Walker. And one year, I some something. I mean, I probably screwed something up. I didn't, I didn't get my funding for grad school or something. So Ralph said, "Hey, I have a job for you. You can come over and run the uh, the swimming program." And we taught the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders at at Walker. And then we taught all the fourth graders in the school system, and then we taught one high school class. And it was such a great experience for me. Um, and that, I, I mean, I just, that was one of the things that had a big, huge effect over me. I mean, I, I, 
I can clearly remember doing that program. Um, Loretta, Will Loretta Woodson. Yeah. Uh, she says, we love JJ from being an awesome motivator to my son, Ahmad Woodson. Yeah. I, and I'm responding to her. I will mention this live on air to Kate Purnell and JJ Bean, and I'm tagging you guys. Uh, three radio stations, one TV station, and a newspaper watching you guys literally awesome. on the show right now. That's great. Rally around this story. Give Kate and JJ love, guys. Teresa says kids need activity to help master their emotions, and she mm -hmm. absolutely loved coaching with you. Sherry Council watching the program, yeah, yeah. giving you some props right now. I literally have seven different states watching the show. I would imagine that's the Godfather's influence over there. Yes. <laughs> sitting across from me, although some of Blacksburg yeah. is watching here. That yeah. could be your influence yeah. there. How about this question for you, Kate? Um, lake Monticello, how have you seen Fluvanna change, and can you do anything at the lake for some of the kids in that neighborhood? Yeah, there's, so, what, 4,500 uh -huh. homes, I think? Yeah, so I do have two swim <laughs> instructors that teach at the lake, and you can book with us for a discounted rate since they live there. Um, they're awesome, Fifi and Leah. Um, Leah uh, Fifi is also the head swim team coach of Lake Monticello swim team, and she works for JJ. Yeah, yeah. Fifi is great, and then they both, we've got small group classes and private classes at Fort Union Military Academy starting up in June and currently going. Um, I mean, we've just had such a great program there. Um, I love interviews like this. Nora yeah. Gaffney, hello. You guys are the best. Um, yeah. I would love to do something we call running the gauntlet. Can we run uh -oh. the gauntlet to close the show down with you? I mean, sure, but I don't know what that is. But I okay, know. what I'm am I agreeing this to? This is what running the gauntlet is. It's six fast-paced questions that I throw to you, and you guys literally have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. I'm good at that. Okay. Well, I mean, I have to make sure I censor it, right? We do this. Well, you actually don't even have to censor it if you don't want to. There are no yeah. rules at this, this business here. Legitimately. Oh. This isn't radio or TV, so legitimately there are no rules. All right. All right. But okay. you can censor it if you want. Yeah. I won't care if you don't. Um, I'll start with the easiest one, and we're going to go ladies first here. What is your favorite restaurant in town? My, my favorite restaurant? Um, Monsoon. That's a good one. Monsoon's yeah. excellent. My favorite restaurant is my kitchen. I don't. I don't. Jing <laughs> Jing's kitchen. I don't, I don't. I don't go out very much. I mean, he I, okay. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. What is it that you love about Charlottesville the most? I love that it's a it's a tight knit community that really gathers around trying to help people be successful and care. And I think it cares and respects people for who they are. And that is what I want to be. Ah, I love it. How about you? Yeah, I would say also like the community feel here because I, you know, I lived in um, uh, Stafford, Fredericksburg before I came here, uh -huh. and every time I would come back home, I, my better. stress level would go down. Yeah, so much. I love it here. Driving through Fredericksburg is yes. brutal. Yes. Yeah. So, we is that what you would change about Charlottesville? The traffic? That's my next one. You would change the traffic. Or is that a cop-out answer and a safe answer for you right I mean, now? it's better than it was in Stafford, but, um, yeah, the traffic in Charlottesville definitely. Is that what you would change? Well, well, I was going to say, in 1972, when I started at UVA, I would travel from my house up in northern Virginia in Mount Vernon and drive down to UVA, and I had zero stoplights. Unbelievable. And I would go down Route 3 and all that kind of stuff. Zero stoplights. Um, so... Uh, Nowadays, there's probably, uh, I don't even know, hundreds and hundreds of stoplights that same way. But the thing I would change, I mean, I would like to have more 
recreational opportunities, not, not outdoor recreation, but because we have a great system of outdoor recreation, I'd like to have more indoor recreation opportunities mm -hmm. for everybody. And Matt maybe McHugh could, giving you props. Go ahead. Oh, maybe we could cut back on that traffic if, you know, some of these other pockets of the county had it. rec centers instead of everything, everyone just coming into the, yeah. the city center. To the center. epicenter. Yeah, to the city yeah. center, as you say. All right, guys, you guys, this was truly, truly, truly my pleasure. Um, I want to contribute or help in um, whatever small way we can. We have a large following. So yeah. put us in. Utilize this following for, for the future. Call to action messages we can get in front of this following. I'm happy to help. Um, you got my email. I'll be better at responding to your email, I promise. Uh, but we are here to help. So I, uh -huh. I sincerely mean this. There is genuinely, I was having this conversation with my wife. Um, there's genuinely nothing that I enjoy more than watching, like, we have two boys. My youngest is six, six months old. Our oldest is five. So our youngest is still a baby, but our oldest is like a little boy here. Yeah. And there's nothing that I enjoy more than watching him have fun. Like, that's my favorite thing, watching him have fun and smile and be happy. And he is so happy and has so much fun when he's in the swimming pool with you guys. Like, it's like... I, I, 30 minutes of smile from ear to ear the entire lesson yeah. and he talks about it constantly talks about you guys constantly i just wanted like you are making an incredibly positive impact on this community i saw it for eight weeks and you've been doing this for since how many years 50 years yeah, yeah. i mean think about it this guy is just absolutely awesome people Right here, I sincerely yeah. mean that. And she is, I think, going to be carrying the torch here. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah. Yes. I think you're going to be carrying the torch. Probably, yeah. Yep, hopefully. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Yeah, Thank and then you, you can um, visit our website at visionaquaticsva.com. Okay, uh, do it one more time. Visionaquaticsva.com. Okay. Fantastic. JJ, thank you. Kate, thank you. Yes, thank um, you. Happy to help in any way. Judah, thank you. That's the I Love Seville show. We talk about the best of Charlottesville and Central Virginia, and I think this storyline certainly embodies that statement right there. We are back tomorrow at 1230 with more Central Virginia chitter-chatter. Thank you for joining us. So long, everybody, and take care. Good job, guys. Yes. Can you tell us when the mics are off here?